Hey everyone, Matt LaMarche here again with Keller Williams First Atlanta and Selling Sandy Springs. We're back for part two. We're actually recording all this in the same day, but uh, we're going to probably release these over the course of a, a couple days. Yeah, spoiler alert. <laughs> if you're listening to all three episodes today, um, we recorded all these in... I, I'm fine being perfectly transparent. Um, so part two uh, is kind of like leading up to closing, closing, post-close, like as a buyer again. We're going to talk about sellers in just a moment, but we're here with Carrie Smith again, talking about home warranties. Again, 30,000 foot view. We, you know, every plan's different. Every company's different. Some things are covered. Some things are not. That's basically what you need to know. But at the end of the day, my job as an agent to set your expectations and Carrie's job to set your expectations is that you get what you pay for with a home warranty in my mind. It's... I. I almost call it an insurance policy, but I still kind of hesitate to because it's not the same thing, but it's very, very similar in that if you're not handy like I am, it probably makes a lot of sense for you to have something like this in place so that when things go wrong, you've got options because that's what really we, you've got choices. Sorry, I used the wrong one. We're all about brand, hashtag branding here. Um, <laughs> so welcome back, Carrie. Um, we're going to talk again, pre-close, close, post-close, like leading up to, let's say, like the last week or two of the contract period. You're closing in a couple weeks here. I'm going to hear from you. I'm going to get a phone call. We're going to be, you know, kind of touching base on where we are in the process, kind of next steps. Obviously, we're, we're hopefully moving forward on the purchase of a home, uh, new or resale. And so what does that process look like from your standpoint? And what are you, what are some of the hurdles or maybe red flags that you see late in the process um, that, you know, not necessarily will derail the transaction, but you see as an opportunity to educate folks along the way. Wow, where do I start? Well, thanks for having me back. Uh, <laughs> at, at this point in time, like where we left off at section one or mm -hmm. episode one, now one to two, it's kind of like you're under contract, you negotiated a home warranty, the seller's going to provide it to you at closing, um, the next steps in that. Okay, so you as the buyer, you know, all the systems and appliances are to be in good, safe working condition at start of coverage, which for the buyer, it's typically the day of closing. That's the start date. So if by chance you had a home inspector come out, they inspected it, and they said, oh, a couple things are wrong, or um, I suggest a licensed tech to come out to uh, evaluate is mm -hmm. their generic response to maybe something going wrong to yep. cover uh, their back in the home inspection. Uh, when they come to me with questions, I typically tell them, if, if, if the home inspector is advising you to have a licensed tech go out, have a licensed tech go out to verify that it is in good, safe working condition. You know, this time of year in Georgia, especially this past week, is so wonky, <laughs> right, with weather, where you have like an 80-degree day to like a 35-sub-zero, you know, like degree day and snow, and then you have like sunburn. I mean, it's a weird week. And flooding. You can't forget flooding. the flooding. <laughs> yes, uh, weird weather. So how this affects home warranty, and if it was negotiated, is that if your home inspector went out there on a 35-degree day to inspect and could, couldn't inspect your air conditioning unit, that becomes a buyer beware situation. Hmm. It's not saying like, you know, as far as with, oh, the home warranty, if, if I turn it on in the 80 degree weather after I close, if, you know, if it doesn't work, it's going to be covered. Well, if it wasn't tested prior to closing, that becomes a buyer beware situation. So I typically advise folks, if the inspector wasn't able to test it, and you are concerned that it is a 25 year old HVAC system, and that's going to give you better peace of mind to hire a licensed tech to go out and evaluate it. They have uh, devices and contraptions to check the refrigerant levels to get something documented no matter what home warranty company 
Uh, if, if, you are, if you do have a string of bad luck in your life, you know, yes, you will be the person that closes on your home and it's going to be an 80 degree day as you're moving in. And lo and behold, you're going to have to place a claim. So with any of the home warranty companies that when claims are placed shortly after closing and your start date, they do have the right to ask for verification that a system or appliance was in good, safe working condition prior to your start date. Now, typically, if you've been living in the home for months and months and months, and then you place a claim, more than likely the company's not asking you for a home inspection report. It's usually, the, you know, shortly after closing. So kind of prepare yourself for that. Get all your documents that you need ducks lined up in a row yep. um, so just in case of something freakishly happened shortly after closing you're covered right um, you know um, if the seller is making any repairs prior to closing uh, to get all those documents at the closing table from the seller all the licensed tech that they hired no mom-and-pop shops mm -hmm. you know somebody who retired 20 years ago or hey my dad <laughs> did this work you know and he retired from this he did all the work to it get everything documented mm -hmm. so um, Make sure everything is in good, safe working condition prior to closing. Go to your final walkthroughs. Um, make sure that you do that prior to closing. I've seen some interesting things happen before <laughs> when that was not. That'll be in the behind the scenes episode we do later on. Yeah, I'll I'll take sharing of the stories. Of, yeah, plenty of stories <laughs> yeah. to share with you. But um, that would be something to prepare yourself for the closing. Um, you know, making sure. Here's a couple other. Points mm -hmm. uh, in preparing for closing is number one, if uh, somebody is doing the ordering the home warranty, to make sure that you ask, especially as the buyer, you ask your agent, you ask Matt mm -hmm. um, for right. a copy of that receipt and documentation um, that it had been ordered. And then as you're, you are sitting there at the closing table, things kind of get chaotic at closing mm -hmm. and it's a very stressful time. You know, you as a buyer, you're doing all your documents to the lender and all this preparing of the movers and moving your stuff and coordinating all this uh, stuff that's supposed to be happening the day of closing. But to make sure when you're sitting there at the closing table that the closing attorney did in fact receive the invoice and that it is on the closing disclosure mm. statement. And again, I have lots of stories to tell you about that <laughs> because you would be surprised that sometimes the home warranty is <clears throat> negotiated on an amendment and not mm. the original purchase and sale agreement. Yep. And sometimes those amendments may not be sent in to the closing attorney, so the closing attorney doesn't put it on the closing disclosure, and then there's no check to be mm -hmm. sent to the uh, to the home warranty company, and you know, two months go by and you place a claim, or try to place a claim, and the warranty company says, I'm so sorry, but we never we received payment, it, yeah. and <laughs> heck, we never had the order placed. Like, <laughs> I see some really crazy things happen, but just some things to protect yourself, you know, that would be one is, you know, check closing disclosure, making sure that the correct amount is on the closing disclosure statement. Also, you can ask the closing attorney for a copy of the check that they're sending the home warranty company. Mm, good advice. They will have that check already prepared, ready to send the warranty company, being mailed out to us the day of closing, if not the day after. Ask for a copy of it for your file. Easy peasy. Mm -hmm. And that way you know, like, you can confirm the company that's on the check. You'd be surprised how many... <laughs> errors are placed and the right coverage you know mm -hmm. you negotiate it up to the math daddy of all daddies of home warranties but you see on the check it's the the low ball one you can fix anything right there at the closing right. table so just to make sure and go through that extra precaution right that things are right and correct absolutely well and so let's let's set a framework here too because you as the buyer are ultimately responsible for everything right now you have me as your agent, 
you have Carrie with home warranty, you have your lender, you have all of these other people that are, so to speak, in the boat with us, right, rowing. On the team. Right. And we're trying, but we're human as well, right? So at the end of the day, you're going to live in that house. That's your house with the home warranty. When it goes wrong, it's ultimately up to you at the end of the day. We're there to just help facilitate and make it as smooth as possible, but also to educate you and, and provide, just like in this podcast, a frame of, of reference for what to expect. And and I've been, just like you, sitting closing going, did you know about that lien on the property? And they're like, no. Me as the seller, I had no idea there was a lien on the house. And you push it back over to the attorney and go, hey, there's no lien. And they're like, oops. And they walk out and they come back with a new one that's nice and clean. But same thing with home warranty, dollars amounts. I mean, to the company, all that's really, really important. But you as the buyer, we're enabling you. We're educating here, you here so that you, you notice that stuff. So if you're getting a loan, you get your settlement statement two, three, three days, I think, legally before the closing, you need to pour over that document and then put it down and then do it again and then do it again and then do it again. Because I tell all of my buyers that are getting a loan, you need to know that better than I do. It's your home. It's your money. This is what you're bringing to the table. It's your down payment. It's your interest. It's that. I mean, everything's on there and um, there is no hiding anything, right? Um, but also going into closing, we've got an opportunity to fix it and especially if you schedule all your Friday close, I don't know why everyone schedules closings on. To me, that's like a recipe for disaster because whoever didn't close on Thursday night is now closing on, on Friday morning and they're bumping us out. <laughs> but anyway, that's not really here or there. Um, but you as the consumer, you as the buyer are ultimately responsible for all of this and this all falls back on you and you need to be prepared for what's coming down the pipe. Again, we're there to help out and we're there to help facilitate but at the end of the day, if something gets missed, we're there to try to hopefully catch it before something goes That's really, really wrong. That's right. So instead of sitting down and having 30 consultations about home warranty, now I'm just right. going to say, hey, go, go listen to the podcast. Uh, and call not, Carrie, of course. I'm, sorry. I'm just so excited to talk about all this. Um, like, <laughs> jumping ahead, uh, but as far as what I was, you know, talking about going after closing and what kind of lines up after closing is that moving into this house and then you start living in it and possibly things are starting to happen uh you know being what i just said with the closings being so chaotic and chaos uh mm -hmm. day, you know like you don't even remember being at closing right. because you're so stressed out uh you know things that i've run in in the past where homeowners move into their home and then say you know in the middle of summer and it was a saturday because they had a friday closing and they only had one hvac in the home and it went out as they were moving in. So they were like needing to get somebody out there quickly. They totally forgot they had a home warranty. So they called an HVAC guy. They came out and repaired it. And they were like, oh my gosh, we had a home warranty. We should have used it. So I bring this up um, just to make everybody aware that, you know, as far as with knowing the rep, sometimes a rep can help. However, most of the small fine print with all these warranty companies is that the companies do have the right to refuse a reimbursement if a claim or a work order was not initiated from the get-go. Like, yeah. Any time a failure occurs, you know, with any of these warranty companies, is that the homeowners to contact the warranty company to place a, what we call a claim. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit different from homeowners insurance claim, but it's like a work order. Yep. Um, so to initiate it into the computers and report something failed, is it a covered item, is it not? Uh, but then go from there um, to at least give us the opportunity for the companies who have preferred contractors to take a 
swig at it, yep. you know, um, or, you know, if it's a company that you can choose your own contractors to then proceed with giving you the guidelines to hire your own contractor. But we at least need that opportunity within the system um, that a failure occurred. So to keep that in mind, like, oh, you just can't go and hire your own tech and be like, here's a receipt and this is what I paid. Because as you can imagine, there's homeowners out there that are like, I'm going to change out my appliances anyways, and I'll just send in my receipts and get a reimbursement. No, it doesn't work that way. Um, you know, but to keep in mind, uh, overall, in general, if anything that you get out of these episodes is that the home warranty acts like a coupon. It's there to help people save money. It is a third-party involvement, but keep in mind, it acts as a coupon. It, it's not going to save you 100% of the money just because pay a service call fee when a tech does come out to your home. Um, so just to keep in mind, it's like a coupon. If it's yep. in your back pocket, it's a coupon. Yeah, well, and, and I see just a personal anecdote here. So I see it too that when I am engaged with um, a home warranty that when that tech comes out, I get an education as well. So again, I'm not super handy, but like we had an issue with our AC, come to find out that it is covered and that um, they actually ended up servicing part of it and adding Freon and doing some of the stuff that, you know, home warranty companies do. But the tech that they sent was super informative about the process and what he was doing and why he was doing it and how often it needs to be done so that you can get more of that preventative mindset. And again, even if you never went and got a home warranty, it's really, under, it's really incumbent upon you as the owner of that home to understand the systems, what fails, what's normal, what's not, because... There are some contractors and, and people out there that will just take advantage of your lack of knowledge. And so even if you never call Carrie in the future, you need to educate yourself, whether it's through this podcast or through YouTube videos or whatever you do, you need to empower yourself to understand some of these systems and what what they actually do and what they actually mean and how long they're typical to last. Um, well, keep in mind, some of these contractors that come out to the home, it's like a lead generation for them. Sure. Like it's, we're giving them business. Mm -hmm. So it's their opportunity to, to shine for sure. and earn that business of the homeowner. Now, does everybody shine? <laughs> not that so much. Not every day is rainbows and you. So <laughs> yeah, just not, you know. But, but there are plenty <clears throat> of contractors, though, that they do take it as a lead generation. takes the opportunity, especially here in Georgia, where what, a good 10, 11, 12 months out of the year, we're running our AC systems. Mm -hmm. And um, we, as homeowners, need to be a little bit more intentional about running maintenance on our HVAC because there's so much wear and tear. So as the HVAC techs get out there to you know, diagnose or whatever, repair or replace, they should also be coaching the homeowner, like setting them up on like a, like a service agreement, mm -hmm. uh, which most of them do. And um, typically, if you have a home warranty with a, you know, certain companies, they may give a discount because they, they got you as a customer through a warranty company, so they may like work out a discount deal for you. Sure, sure. Not all, you know, I've got to keep this information generic, but, you know, like just as far as what, just check with that contractor mm -hmm. that comes out to the home, um, if, if they would provide a discount of any sort to get on a maintenance plan, because maintenance is not covered typically through home warranty companies, is why I say that. It's failures have to occur. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and look, if they've got it up, they've got a captive audience, you're right there in front of them. It's a great opportunity to sell. But again, I find that if you're adding value and if you're giving me something of, of, of great value that that I've got I've got the knowledge now I know how to even in my next house like I, it may never ever be an issue with this one but the next one I now know I mean that's valuable that that insight and the time that it would take for me to go and pick up that insight or that knowledge or that value somewhere else is it's not as easy right 
So anyway, um, okay, well, that's a wrap for episode two here. Next episode, we're going to dig into sellers and um, what you should know about um, home warranties as a seller when you're thinking about listing your home for sale um, and kind of the process there, uh, just like we've done here with, with uh, buyers. But one episode, quick and easy, bite size here for you. Um, but again, one more time, let's get your contact info. If someone has questions, uh, a good uh, website for us to visit as well so that we can um, visit there and not blow up your phone nope, incessantly okay. for the next Blow it up. Three uh, <laughs> Carrie Smith with Choice Home Warranty, and our website is chwpro.com. The general phone number, I'll throw that one out through this go-round, is 888-275-2980. And then my email address is the letter smith at chwpro.com. So thank you, Matt. Perfect. Awesome job. Very good.